0: Today's episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, then hit up DNA Sports Training. Visit DNASportsDenver.com right now to book a training session. We offer training sessions in football, track and field, and everything else in between. Whether you're an offensive or defensive lineman wanting to get off the ball quicker or you're an athlete wanting to improve their overall speed and agility, we have something for you over at DNA. Visit DNASportsDenver.com right now and sign up. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. What up, what up, what up? How's it going?
0: I'm vibing, bro. How you doing?
1: Back for another one. I'm good.
0: Yet another one.
1: It's another victorious fantasy football week. It looks like for your boy, you know, Hemi Hendrix, Himothy
0: Tebow, Hemi Neutron. Let me find out if someone's Hemi jocking you. Hey, <laughs> they are. <laughs> Trying uh, to uh, claim, you know. How's it going? I can't. I can't say nothing too much, but I'll just say this: uh, if you're not him, you're not him. That's right. And you're not him, Dom. So no, I'm him. If you were him, there <clears throat> wouldn't be folks Swagger jacking you, so to speak. What, what
1: do you mean? Everybody's always trying to be.
0: Everyone's trying him. to be him, <laughs> but they're not trying to be you, though. Pippin. no they are they ain't trying to be you though no nah. i like that hat though it is him it's a nice nugget hat you got on there how are you doing
1: today bro i asked you like three times uh,
0: man how do i how do you think i'm doing i'm doing fantastic you know, you know another
1: true identifier of when you're usually him
0: <laughs> How? how's that
1: haters quite like yourself i asked you how you were doing three times <laughs> today but you were steadily focused uh, on trying to tell me what all i I'm was doing all i'm doing how over you here.
0: were all I'm doing See over how here. That works? That's all little, I'm doing over here is crazy. feeding into your ego, and I'm a hater. Nice. I'm a hater.
1: You're the one who started.
0: You know what, bro? I'm doing fantastic, bro. I'm, that's great. I'm. Uh, I'm happy. Uh, yeah. It's been been very uh, productive week already, and uh, here with you, man. And it's get to barely, hang out with
1: you. It's barely starting too, so that's I mean, a good thing. Being productive early in the week.
0: I, you know, I. I I'm little behind the scenes. I'm still working on some shit that I thought it would be off my plate last week. Um, but oh. we're working on a big deal and, you know, trying to make sure everything's right and all the numbers are right. So um, it, it's still on my plate, but I think we got a good shot at it.
1: Hey, might as well take your time and get it right, then rush it and get it wrong, right?
0: Hey, it's one of those things, man, where sometimes you make a bid at something and uh, maybe your bid is, you know – they ain't liking your bid too much, you know, and then you're able to get that. Hey, can you can you uh, can you adjust this? And you figure out a way to make it happen, and that's where we're at, man. So no, it's been a good week, bro. It's just you know work is work and fun is fun. It's it's weird not having practice and being able to go home and be with my family. You know,
1: yeah, it's weird. You enjoying
0: it? Yeah, I mean, I miss I miss the season always. Like right when it finishes, I, I always miss the season. Rocking rocking with us today as you can see yeah um but no, i'm enjoying it dude I, I i i i love any extra little time to get with the fam especially like when you don't have to do anything you guys can just kind of kick it um it's nice
1: you actually had those days since since we've been off because i've been like nonstop go go go
0: like saturday and sunday well, and, and you know even like saturdays and sundays like you know um even those they're, they're spoken for but there's moments in time where, like, like, like getting off, you know, I get off work and then we go get Malachi from his little school. And then by the time we get back home, we get, like, at least a good hour, chill for a second, catch a breath. But my kids aren't in, in wrestling and everything else. Volleyball and shit neither, though. So, you know, I, I still got, with the little guys, I still got some time. You know, I'm always doing something with, like, picking up Dono or, you know, he's got, you know, his own thing. He's doing work and all that stuff. But, you know, and, and by the way, shout out, happy birthday to Dono. Um oh, eighteen. the seventeenth. Nice by the time nice. this comes out though.
1: Happy birthday.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got an adult another adult on my hands. So, you know, it's 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 you know, I get looked I get I get a lot of funny looks, bro, and I tell folks I got uh now two adult kids and two babies, but um, you know. It's, why
1: did, Why is that
0: they're like oh you started over I'm like, they're like did you go to <laughs> you
1: go to prison why'd you take such <laughs> big of a break it's like, i went to
0: <laughs> i went to the 15 and uh came out and had some kids <laughs> Girl,
1: i think that's dope actually because like you had you know the both little times of being a father like during the real young ages you know what i'm saying and then they grew up and then yeah you got to do it all over again the only thing is like it was like so soon to where like like Donald's barely turning eighteen and you already have the youngins, you know what I mean? So like, you yeah, only get a break between the eighteen to baby stage.
0: No, nah, I mean I had a little break, but <clears throat> like you know, I don't know, dude. Like it's 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 uh it's different because like I, I felt like I would you know I was on my toes in situ- certain situations with with my older kids when they was little. And these little fuckers, the younger ones now, they got me, boy. They they figured it out. You know, Pops might have lost a step you're or getting, two. Nah, you getting soft, what it
1: is. You guys are already talking about another?
0: No, hell no. <laughs> Fuck no, dude. I'm done, dog. Oh, like, I threw the white talent on that one yeah, right there. I feel you. Nah, man, I'm good. Like, and, and I always joke, you know, fucking, we always joke around. And, like, Zion, which is my mm-hmm. youngest, mm-hmm. I always joke around and say he's the only one I planned. Because, like... We, after we had Malachi, we, that's when we talked and was like, yo, you know, I don't know, we, Like, he could have grew up just, you know, he has his older brothers, mm-hmm. you know, his older sister and shit like, um, you know, but like, it was one of those things where it's like, all right, wow, well, we can have one more. They'd be like right, right around the same age. They can grow up together. And we decided to do that. And so that's why I always say Zai is the only one I've ever planned. Malachi, I hit five hole, bro. I just like a hockey player, you know, right, right in between the legs, bro. <laughs> Both literally and figuratively. <laughs> nah, dude, but you know, I love them though, bro. I love all my kids, dude, and I'm thankful for them. They've they all teach me something different, so I, I get to I get to learn how to be a a, a you know a different kind of father every which, every which ain't, way.
1: Ain't that the truth, bro? It's just, and it's like something different every day. it Seems like honestly, yeah.
0: Like, and I want to have some, you know, we'll see, two and three right now. So in about six years, better throw them on a the goddamn team and, and get them playing. You oh, know? That's right. the, 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 the Wolf Pack lives on forever, bro. I know. For life.
1: We're, <laughs> sh- we're screwed for a
0: while. Nah, it's, it, you know. Before you, oh, no, I man. I, mean, I, I, I coached AJ. How you, so, ah, oh, this is. This so I coached AJ I, and I coached Donald. How does AJ? AJ's 22. Or twenty, yeah, twenty two. He just turned twenty two. I coached both of them, and, and and I enjoyed coaching AJ, and I enjoyed coaching Dono. Um, but I don't know how y'all do it sometimes, man. You and you and Trav, bro, like it could be, uh, it could be hard sometimes, man. Like, um, you know, because I know your kids listen to me better than they listen to you on the football field. <laughs> like DJ listens to what I say, uh, AJ listens to what I say. You know, Travis and AJ. And they listen to what I say on the football field. And so that shit used to frustrate me when I tell Donald something and, like, one of the other coaches tell him and he'd listen. Yeah. But Donald's, like, Donald's always been, like, my stubborn bull. That fool, like, I tell him to do some shit and he's like, no. Yeah,
1: that's because when you're a kid of a coach, you're constantly getting coached. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even right now, like, if we're just sitting here talking about football, like, and there was an opportunity to coach DJ, I'd call him in here and coach him up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, look at this or look ride at that, home like, and shit. You're yeah, coaching like, them up, and so it gets old after a while. You know what I mean? And you got to find the balance of not doing that too much because you don't want to overconsume them with the sport. And then some kids, you know, fall out of love with it.
0: So if DJ you know didn't want to play football, would you? Would you be like, all right, cool?
1: Oh, I'd be cool with it. He told me the other day. He's like, Dad, what if I have played football? <laughs> and, said, and I said, then we'd be soccer fans, bro. Like, we'd yeah. be all in, we'd be a soccer family. If you were just into soccer, then we'd do soccer. Like, yeah. I love football. I'd still, he's like, I think it's so cool that I love football too, like you. Like, and, bro, he. He dies for football Like if he had a choice To go year round football He would do it
0: See AJ My son AJ Never had any issues With playing sports Like he wanted to play Every single sport he can play I think he played His 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 favorite was baseball And then football Was right after it uh, His favorite was baseball though And I remember like But he used to play Every fucking sport dude He would, he would fucking play lacrosse He'd play But with Donovan you know, and a lot of it has to do with what he went through, but a lot of it, like like he didn't really want to, even before he um, before he got sick and all that. Like he was playing t ball, and he was just like, "Yeah, I'm out here." Yeah, like no, interest. you guys got me out here, like. And so, but he's always been, like, what are we like, going to
1: be doing this for? You really want to do this another year? <laughs> for real, bro. Like, by my calculations, you've already wasted.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, That'll he was he was good with the music, though, bro. Like, he taught himself how to play the Office theme song on the piano. Like, he yeah. taught himself how to play a few things on the piano. So, he was always, I don't know, he's always been, like, a different thinker. So, I wonder mm-hmm. with, with my young guys, with Zion and Kai, I wonder how, like, how they're going to think and how they're going to, you know, they're going to be. Whether they're going to, like, like, athletics and shit. Because I love to coach them. I yeah. love to coach them in anything they do. You know what I mean? But just I also yeah. not going to push something on them either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm they're going to do something. Like, they're going to yeah. be involved with something. But Because I think extracurriculars are important. But
1: And for me, like, DJ loves football and I coach football. So it just works out that I coach him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he doesn't want to play for anybody other than me. Like, neither one of my kids really enjoy Playing for coaches who don't coach Regardless of what the sport is like Yeah There's still certain things you do when you're a coach You know what I'm saying they got, they got the desires like, pro- to be, be yeah, taught Like you know like Preparation and planning Like I do a lot of that So if there's coaches out there Who don't live up to like the standard Of my type of preparation Then my kids don't enjoy playing for them Because then they get to practice And they're like well We did nothing you know what I mean? Like we didn't get no work because we just ran around, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah.
0: And so, like you talk about, like 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 being on a team where the coach doesn't isn't actively like checking them to 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 do things the right way. Or they really get teaching frustrated them. With They're that. just running around playing yeah. and pick up basketball or, or just throwing the ball. Shit, you know dude. what I mean? Like yep. there's
1: no rhyme or reason to yep. anything. So they hate it. But I would enjoy being able to watch it. Like for now, for DJ, like wrestling is awesome because he has coaches who are really good coaches you know yep. what i mean and same with jada and volleyball she had a really good volleyball coach so those are sports that i didn't have to coach they didn't beg me to coach their teams you know what i mean like so
0: something to be said about being able to watch your kid oh, instead bro, of coaching it's them, such a
1: blessing to be able to sit back and just be a fan yeah you know what i mean and not have to be the one coaching because you know, you you miss out on a lot of those moments of of really watching your kids. You know what I mean,
0: like yeah. For so sure.
1: I think it, it it goes both ways. Like you want to be the one who's teaching them the game, especially if you know it, because you want them to learn it right. But then you also want to just experience that as a fan.
0: Well, and then like we like I was mentioning earlier, sometimes like you got like like DJ. I, I haven't worked with Jada. Like she's a good kid. You know, but I haven't, like, worked with her as far as, like, being a coach of hers. Like, DJ's very coachable. Like, he's going to do what you ask him to do um, how, when you ask him to do it. Um, there's a couple of times where if he's tired, like, maybe you have to tell him twice or, you know, right, you know, ur- urge him on a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But he, he always, for me, he always does what I ask him to do um, and, and does a good job about getting others to do the same thing. But, you know, with some kids, you just, it's hard to get out of them. You know, and so to be able to, to be able to have someone that's already does that, I, it might make it a little bit easier for you. You know, it being your kid, but at other times, so again, like I go back to sometimes they don't listen to your voice the same way, and you know, it's funny. Trav always is like get your kid out. Like yeah. when he's when when, when his son AJ is acting crazy, that's your kid, bud. <laughs> but it's true though because I, I I can think back like you know. I've, a, a lot of situations I've been in with with coaching coach and son you know sometimes it just it takes an extra other voice
1: yeah and you gotta be you have to have experience in that right so like you really don't want to have a dad coaching his son's position primarily really typically like you kind of want to have them coach in different positions maybe having another coach being more of the the guy who is actually doing the one-on-one coaching with that kid instead of the parent so that way it doesn't go either way you know what i mean and in the sense of maybe leaning a little bit in the favor of their kid or holding their kid to a higher standard than other kids you know because i think sometimes i can be guilty of saying dj you need to do this and do that but then i'll watch another kid do the same exact thing and Mm. And you know what I mean. I won't yep. go as hard on them as when I critique them. I'll just be like, "Hey, you should have did this." Or, you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, so holding there is them, a slight difference. To the so you standard. really got
1: to be cautious of that and be aware of it. Yeah, you know, if you're self aware of it, then it's easier to manage, and then you could also just put, you know, others around you who kind of help out and assist with that. So,
0: well, I think I think already <clears throat> as a, and I don't know how you feel, but as a as a dad coaching, like sometimes you already kind of you're aware of. Like, I used to always try to be aware of not doing that, like not giving somebody else's kid not enough attention and my kid too much attention. And at the same time, ripping my son's ass the same way I ripped other kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want them to feel like, one, that I was being too mean to my kid, but also not giving their kids the same coaching that I'm giving my kid. And that that's important, too. And, it, you know, everyone deserves the same amount of coaching. Sometimes you got to put more coaching into to one kid than another but everyone has that, that opportunity to get the same coaching.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know what? Before we move on from kids, because <laughs> I had something to say to you, and then we jumped on to coaching kids and shit, Okay. We were talking about your gap of, of – <laughs> I, I just want to throw something crazy out there, not putting nothing in the world or Dog, nah, don't you do it. But, like, you're close to, like, grandpappy age too, dog.
0: Yo, I, I got it. I was – I got a like story I'll share with you offhand but uh off record, but nah man, don't say shit like that. I
1: know, but don't knock say on wood, wood but I'm just saying like
0: where my kids are older than my grandkids. Like
1: you know what, real talk, I used to go to uh, school with like a couple of aunties and, and nephews. Yep, and, and yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Like yep. and
0: then I had a homie whose whose auntie was in the same grade as him and yep. she was cool. And I used to always talk shit to him, like, I'm gonna get your auntie food and uh <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, nah that um there there, you know, there could have been could have been situations, goddamn matrix in here, you know what I mean? But nah, that's it's not something I think about dumb. But thank you for putting it Put it in my brain.
1: So which kid out of all four of your kids do you love the most? Hotspot hot speed hot,
0: hotspot. Hot, Lilla. Hotspot? Which kid do I love the most? Um I don't love any of my kids, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I like what Dion says. Do you hear that? He's like, I love each of you a little bit more in different ways.
0: That's cool. I, I think uh, I don't know that I love any one of my kids anymore. Because it is kind of other. cliche
1: to be like, oh, I don't love any of my kids eat any more than the other, right? Yeah. Because I, I, yeah. you do have like certain moments, right? Like, well, and I think you love your kids differently. Because like, for me, like we've been through different scenarios with DJ yeah. when he was a baby that were pretty scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like there's a different kind of bond there with him, but Jada was my first and that was the first bond. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, no, there's two different things and like during football season, Jada who. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'll <I'm> just play. <laughs> but during basketball like no, I
0: feel Who's you. DJ? No, like, it, it so was, it
1: was, like it
0: was it was it was you know, I feel what you're saying with that because like you know with Donovan going through what he went through it was I had a different kind of bond with him mm-hmm. but then I also had a different kind of bond with AJ and AJ do like AJ's me and him have had a different kind of love and experience and like you know I I think you I think you can you can love your kids differently you know and I think it, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you love your kids you know what I'm saying like I don't think it's necessarily on a uh, terms of volume. Like I love this one more just than this attributes. one, but yeah, I do just different things about my kids, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I love the fact that as will give me a hug every time I come in, like he'll just come run up and give me a hug and scream at me and point at me and stuff. And Malachi, dude, I, I love that, that little look he gets. And, you know, I love like just how stubborn he is. Cause it reminds me of me, but you know, you, you love your kids differently, bro. And, like I, I wouldn't say I love one more than the other, but you know Christmas is coming up, so we'll see which one loves me more.
1: Oh, <laughs> none of them they ain't getting you nothing. Nah. You're getting that lump of coal.
0: I'm a giver, not a receiver, brother.
1: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> why'd you look at me after you said that, bro? I was a little pause, a little weird, bro. How was that weird? I said I'm a giver. I'm not okay. A receiver. What you got? What you got for me?
0: What I got for you? Yeah. I ain't got shit for you Lump of coal You motherfucker. said you're a giver, bro. Lump of coal mother- <laughs> Yo Come so, on See how so this works So football season's rolling You know mm-hmm. Um, Now we go back And look back to April Look back to the draft And Who is your offensive And defensive rookies Of the year so far Honestly
1: For the offensive side Of the ball
0: I don't know I'm kind of torn How are you torn Why am I but yeah, how are you torn?
1: Because there's two people that I think are standing out to me. Who? <clears throat> wow. I it's
0: think, not Bebop.
1: <laughs> what do you mean it's not Bebop? It's not Bebop. No, I think, honestly, for me, it's a little biased, but I'm probably going to see Stroud.
0: Why is that biased? Oh, because you're an Ohio State fan?
1: Yeah, and and I just think... I wanted to draft him, so I've been kind of a fan of. Oh him, yeah,
0: so. you was talking about the Raiders drafting. Yeah, so maybe like, Sucks, maybe I'm just enough. like
1: secretly just hoping that he does good, but he's been balling. So uh,
0: offensively, I would have to agree. The only other person that has a has a claim is uh, Puka or <laughs> Puka Nuka or Jordan Addison. Yeah, offensively, um, and I don't. Th- I think they're both dependent positions. Like I think what Jordan Addison's done in Minnesota has been dope because. Being being without – fuck. What's his face? 18. What can I think of his name right now?
1: Justin Jefferson. Yes,
0: Double J. Being without him, you know, that – dude, that changed a lot in terms of, like, what you can do and what you can't do. And um, Jordan Addison kind of stepped up and provided a little more spark, a little bit more of what you had with Justin Jefferson um, in the meantime. So I think think that doesn't – that shouldn't go – overlooked, but I think CJ Stroud plays the toughest position in professional football and uh he does it he's done it real well and these last few weeks he's been record setting. So I, I would have to say, yeah, CJ Stroud for my offensive rookie. Defensive rookie, man, I go to the trenches. And I think I think Jalen Carter has had a big impact. Um he's he's a monster on that defense. Um he he, he takes what was already a good unit and made it better. And, you know, um, you, can't, you can't watch uh, Eagles game and not hear his name called for impacting the game somehow. And as, as a young guy with all the stuff that he had going in to the draft, him falling in the draft, you know, all the, you know, with the hit and run, uh, hit and run stuff that went on. And, you know, I think um, it, it's, it's remarkable to that, the, how, how far he's come so far this year
1: yeah no I agree with you he is he is probably a difference maker um one of the most impactful di- difference makers this year out of the rookie class um but you know I think defensively i'm gonna stay in Houston and I'm probably gonna go with will anderson is that me no, will great. will uh will anderson jr um you know I think what he's done with the Texans has been pretty great and and I think that that team is slowly but surely starting to turn Yo, around a little bit. It's kind of like,
0: scary to look at. And
1: I think the Texans are starting to figure it out. They're building a roster, and I think they're going to be something to to deal with. Another guy that, that I kind of wanted in the draft and, and didn't end up with, he ended up in Seattle, but Dave uh, Devon, Devin Witherspoon, <clears throat> excuse me, from yeah. Illinois, he's been balling as well. So, you know, I think there's a lot of good players but those guys are
0: the ones that stand out for me. Side note, what about Pete Carroll in Seattle and their ability to draft defensive backs and, and, and find guys in the draft that, you know, other people ain't trying to pick up and, you know, end up having, having so far remarkable careers? I mean, if this is the second year in a row they've done it now with Devin Witherspoon. Yeah. Um, you know, they always find guys it seems like out there.
1: Yeah, you know who's been kind of the most disappointing? Who's that? Tyree Wilson. For me, defensively, for, for Vegas, we got him. And he just has – he was hurt, you know. So, granted, he's coming off of an injury, but he just hasn't been what we expected him to be.
0: What do you think – like, what do you think about – how do you feel like it affects – um Rookies and, and and athletes coming into the NFL or the NBA to have dysfunction um, within the organization or within the coaching staff. Like how how much do you think that affects things? Like I'm not trying to like build an excuse for him. I'm just curious. Like because you know it sounds like there was a lot of dysfunction within the Raiders coaching staff and the organization, and just you know when you're losing, it just gets worse.
1: Well, I think that kind of environment plays a part on any player let alone a rookie
0: yeah
1: Um, but you know I think a lot of it wasn't that it was just the physical ability that I've been disappointed in like the intangibles that we've drafted him for You, it's not translating to the field yet but like I said he's coming off of an injury and so s- hopefully slowly but surely he gets back to that point of of what he had in college but yeah. so far we just haven't been able to see that st- same strength and explosive you know what?
0: You know I mentioned C.J. Stroud. And you you mentioned him being offensive rookie of the year. Do you know there's one player I think right now that is coming on and coming on strong, and you? I think this player is <laughs> <he's> stupid. <laughs> I think this player can overtake perhaps that rookie of the year spot, uh, spot on offense. Just just a thought. But Jameer Gibbs has been coming on strong these last three weeks. What do you What do you think? Do you think a running back and go ahead and take that rookie of the year spot away from a quarterback. It seems like the quarterbacks are, are like, it seems like a running back can't even be MVP anymore because the quarterback's uh, position kind of sewed that up. But, but what do you think about that? Do you think Jameer Gibbs has a chance to steal that uh, from CJ? Say CJ Stroud just plays average the rest of the year. I don't think that's going to happen. I think CJ's just starting to come into his own. But say he plays average or, you know, high, high above average, and Jameer Gibbs is just completely just a tank and unstoppable like do you think he, he they would give that to him as rookie of the year being a running back and not a quarterback
1: no i just don't think running backs get the love like that i think it takes more to be a quarterback i mean you said it earlier when you when you were talking about him you said he plays the toughest position on the yeah
0: field. yeah i mean you know what
1: i mean i just think that honestly to be truthful about it i think running back is like a very unrespected position in the nfl anymore it's kind of sad I think if he had like a dominant killer statistical season, and Stroud had an average or maybe even a little bit above ad- average season, I think he has an argument based off just watching what both of them were able to accomplish. But I don't think they would give it to him. Yeah, I don't think the the masses would give it to him.
0: I think CJ Stroud would have to fall off considerably, like maybe just hit that rookie wall and or or start throwing picks which he hasn't really done a lot of. He's been actually pretty good about how, about not turning the ball over.
1: How uh how much do you think demographic plays into some of these these awards when they're voting, right? Like who has a bigger fan base and and, and things like that.
0: Well, like I the, think marketability <laughs> like I think market comes into it to play for sure. But not, I don't think as much as it does, like say, like NF like NBA or, or MLB, like, or voting. Yeah, like I think because the NFL is so global, dude. Like you know, I I don't think it's like I don't think it's like the other sports where you know you kind of can get your your area kind of to manipulate the vote. But um, but I think I think a lot of that stuff is by the writers anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's also like. Let's let's be real some of these awards sometimes if especially as you get older in your career like if you piss off some of these riders they'll never you know they'll never vote for you anyhow you know what i mean but CJ Stroud though bro like freaking he's leading the NFL in touchdown interception, interception ratio at 14 to 1 i mean ranking third in passing yards per game uh and fourth in passer rating at 102.9 like he's got stats dude that that if he keeps playing like this being consideration for MVP
1: so The last 10 defensive players of the rookies of the year were either defensive backs or pass rushers, Mm. including Micah Parsons, who's linebacker. Fucking everything. Yeah, everything. He probably plays any position on the field, but pretty much pass rushers or DBs.
0: Impact players. Those are, you know, pass rushers get the stack the sacks, DBs get them interceptions. Like, it's an in, it, it's impact positions. Like, they're not going to give it to a guy. Like, when's the last time, like, an inside linebacker won rookie of the year? You might have to go back. Was, was Ray Lewis a rookie of the year? Like, you might have to go back sometime just to think about it because those aren't, like, the sexy positions. Them, them positions, they, they don't make the sexy plays. You know what I mean? I think that's mm-hmm. what, I think what a lot of these guys are trying to find is, you know, who makes the sexy plays, who makes the big play when the need, you know, mm-hmm. It well, that, that puts impact on the game And that the quarterbacks do that shit with the big passes You know, every now and again you get like an like a Adrian Peterson Who's just electrifying and, you know, can, can make big runs at, at the drop of a dime But you, it takes a special player at running back to, to do that Even more special at wide receiver Because such a dependent position on the quarterback
1: So it has Micah Parsons as an inside Oh, I didn't see Darius Leonard on here. Oh it goes 15 years So in the past 15 years It goes Edge rushers Five Inside linebackers Four Interior D linemen Three Defensive backs
0: Three oh, So that's not too bad You made it sound like It was all defensive backs It's and mostly and line- It
1: was mostly Defensive linemen But you would have talked shit If I would have said that <laughs> Well it's <that's> on
0: defense <laughs> It's not offense They're, no, they're never you gonna, still
1: been like Sure it is Dom They're up. never gonna
0: give An offensive lineman A rookie of the year Let's be real well, because, let's be real, like, what's their contribution? Sure. Oh, like, fucking, I will stab you right no, now, you goddamn I'm neck. only
1: poking at you, bro. Uh, but, you know, how dare you? But the, the reason why is because we we put you guys on skates sometimes, bro, and make you look really bad out there.
0: And sometimes, dude, we block your ass completely out the play and take advantage of your overaggression. And, you know, you don't score without the offensive line, bro. That's true. You don't score without them. That's and, true. You know, you don't cover without you don't have good coverage without a defensive line. So let, let me go ahead and, and do that. See, I'm not like you.
1: That's also true. No, I'm just the only talking shit to you. I respect every
0: other <laughs> <laughs> Hater, bro. Oh, it's all right, dude. It's not you, it's you. You know so, what I'm saying? So, so I forgive you.
1: Keeping it in the football talks Yo. a little bit. Yep. Yo. You would ask a question to me.
0: I did. I texted you. I I remember I was sitting at home like just watching football.
1: You did. And and it threw me for a a long, long thinking session that I still haven't even totally made up my mind about. But you posed the question to me is who are your top three to five coaches slash managers of all times? Why do they get the recognition in your mind? Is what you posed the question.
0: I did pose that question to you. And, um, and I think we both were on a,
1: kind of a different interpretation of the question a little bit because I was thinking like all time statistically, and you were thinking just like who in my in your mind. Yeah,
0: you know, and I wasn't right? necessarily thinking like I wasn't necessarily thinking like it, 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 this needs to be like you know the winningest coach ever, and this you know this that or the other like i was just thinking great coaches like i you know we we coach we have fun we love doing it we i think we would agree for the same reasons why we do it i think we get more out of it than these kids get out of it um so you know all that in mind like i just think of great coaching and what 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 sprung this on me bro partially what sprung this on me was i was watching uh tennessee T- uh titans and and pittsburgh steelers uh some time back uh last week and um just got to thinking about Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's been in Pittsburgh for freaking decade and a half, and he's never had a losing season as a head coach. Like, he's had winning seasons every and, – and that's that's better than 500. You know what I mean? Um, what he has at quarterback right now in Kenny Pickett, like, is just not very, very good, you know? And so it was just – it got me looking at it and, and thinking like, yo, like, what you know, what make what what's a great coach in my mind? And I, and just, like if I was gonna trade, do like the the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers did back in the day to the Raiders and traded for for John Gruden, right? If I was ever gonna trade for a coach, that might be the coach that I would trade for. You know what I mean? Just because, dude, his, he's always got his guys in the mix. He is. <clears throat>
1: and he brings that energy, like I great energy. I, I enjoy him because he brings that that dog mentality type energy, that kind of raw raw energy. You know, he's the coach. He's a players' coach. Yep. Right. He's a players' coach for sure. Um, when you first posed this question, automatically my mind went to football, right? And automatically I started thinking Bill Belichick. Yeah. I started thinking Bill Parcells. Bar- Bar- I started thinking the Tom Landry's. I started thinking of all these great. NFL coaches and then I reread it and it said coaches, head coaches or managers. Yeah. And so then I start thinking baseball, right? And all the great managers of all these great organization dynasties in baseball. And you know none of that really. I was really confused about what just happened <laughs> right there. I'm sorry, um, but anyway, then I went back to the. To the NBA. Yeah. Because there's two guys in the NBA that I think should absolutely be on this list, hands down. And one of those guys is Phil Jackson. And then the other one is Red. And I always pronounce his name wrong. So let me <laughs> out here. Arbach.
0: Arbach.
1: Our Arbach. Our With the Celtics, bro, they've won so many. Games as head coaches and 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 been to so many championships. Right, Phil Jackson won championships with multiple teams, mm-hmm. and to be able to do something like that just shows like the value of you as a coach. Yeah, right. And you talk about like the emotion and the passion that Tomlin brings. You also see that in a thing like in a guy like Phil Jackson, but you also see. Phil Jackson was able to manage a lot of egos.
0: Yeah, dude. You know that, that's mean? the most like, underrated key like, to him.
1: Yeah, like he – there was a lot of superstars that he had to kind of bring in and kind of get the grasp. What the hell was that? I'm sorry. I just so Buffalo started.
0: just – so we're recording this obviously on Monday night. Buffalo uh, had 12 men on the field on that last field goal attempt that went right, right. <laughs> oh. And so the Broncos got a second crack at it, and uh, they win 24 um, 22. But you know, you mentioned, you started mentioning the numbers. Yeah. And so on my list, and this, and, this, and this is no particular order, I don't even know if this is my three to five. This is the, the three to five that came to my mind when I was thinking about this the other day. I had Mike Tomlin, Bill Walsh, Joe Torrey, Nick Saban, and Phil Jackson. When I think Bill Walsh, I think about how football changed after he got his hands on offense. You know, the game as we know it today is more resemblance of the game today than it was back in the 70s. And his offense is what kind of started that change. And if you look at the branch, you know, the branches off of his tree, his coaching tree, um, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, the, but and it's and it's modern day football. It's everyone's running these Shanahan type systems. While that comes from that West Coast offense, mm-hmm. you know, um, the stuff that Andy Reid runs comes from that West Coast offense. And it, it, you know, the most successful offenses in, in football today all come from his lineage and his tutelage, and somewhere down the line, um, you know, his influence. And I I thought, wow, like what great coach to to change the game. It, and his numbers don't reflect it. Like, he doesn't have Balachek numbers. He doesn't have Don Shula numbers, another yeah. great coach that, you know, it's it's not on, on a list. Marv Levy, I see you have it up.
1: I was just about to talk about him because he's a guy who had great teams, right? Really good teams in Buffalo. We're watching Buffalo right now, bro. Yeah. And And those teams, in my opinion, growing up, are some of the teams that, I remember because they had an era where Buffalo was very dominant but just couldn't get the big game. Yeah, You know, couldn't finish out the season, bro. And for whatever reason, they just couldn't get it done. You know, you had missed field goals. You had all these different historic memories in the NFL.
0: Yeah.
1: And and, and they were such a dominant team for so long. So, you know, he's one of the guys that I thought of. I thought of Phil Jackson right away. Yeah. Like I said I thought of Balichick, but then I took Balichick out of it because – I think about what he did prior to Brady and what, and he's, what he's doing now. after yeah, Brady, dude. And it's kind of overwhelming to what
0: he cannot do. You think he, you think he feels bad for running Brady out of the town?
1: Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, I'll tell you two guys that I really like though, are three guys. Two of them are brothers. Okay. Actually,
0: Oh man, there's more
1: now. See, I start thinking about more. I love. I, I like the Harbaugh Brothers. I like both okay. Harbaugh Brothers. Okay. I like both Ryan Brothers. Okay. I like Rex. Rex, I think, is a great coach. Um,
0: great coordinator, defensive coordinator. He's a great
1: defense coordinator.
0: Um, defense that changed the game a little bit too. He that is. Ryan defense from his he, dad.
1: He is, and 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 they bro- both brought it to multiple organizations. Well, they brought I mean? an and,
0: evolution of it too. It wasn't the old four six. It was a it, it was a little bit of a twist.
1: Yeah, and and I just like their kind of like their mentality. You know what I mean? But you know who's talk an, about dogs? Yeah, you know who's another great coach. Honestly, a great football mind who doesn't get as much credit and. It's because of what he's done more recently than before. Is Andy Reid? Yeah, Andy Reid has really slept on for what he's been able to do in his career. I think you know what he's what he did in Philly was was pretty remarkable. You know what I mean? And then coming out here and having good teams with not only Pat Mahomes but with Alex Smith as well.
0: Well, and I think it's time to stop like putting. well wow, this coach like you were talking about Marv Levy earlier like yeah. you know there's some people that might keep him out of certain categories cuz he didn't win a championship exactly like you know for the for the longest Andy Reid was a bust right the great coach gets you to the playoffs gets you to the NFC title game but he can't win it for you can't win the big one get you to the super bowl but he can't win it for you and you know it's amazing what a great quarterback will do for you but you got to like you got to understand how to use your quarterback if there's one thing we go back like talking about Josh McDaniels when we we're talking about the Raiders right uh, he knew how to work with Tom Brady. Now, obviously we can argue that Tom Brady was the 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 big portion of success for all these guys that were that coordinated offenses for him, but like you still got to understand how to how to put your pride away and let him do that kind of thing and kind of let him lead it and you know, understand where you where your guys fit in and and utilize your guys to the best of their ability to make your guys your team the best they can be. So, you know, I it it gets hard because some of these guys get clowned for not winning championships, and that's just, you know, you mean to tell me Andy Reid's not, it, it, you know, even if he would not have 1-1 with, with Pat Mahomes or if all he got was one, he's not a great coach. Like, the, the guy the guy innovated offense for his era and, and changed offense for in, in his era where everyone's running that or just Shanahan, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way you can't say that Andy Reid wasn't a great coach.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, who do you think is the most overrated Coach of all
0: time, <laughs> Nick Saban. No, no, nah, I, I got, I got some beef with Nick because of what he did with the Dolphins. But honestly, well, he, he was he on this though, right? For but yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, he wasn't, he wasn't a, uh, he wasn't a pro coach. He's, he's a better, he's better suited as a college football coach. And, and he, I think the numbers have proven that. Um, the most overrated though, uh, of all time,
1: of all time, <sighs>
0: Fudge, uh, Roy Williams. Because up until recently he ain't want shit, um, but you know, um, oh, Bill Belichick might be a little By overrated hindsight. now. Like <laughs> hindsight, um, you know, I wonder about Mike Shanahan, and I, I can't call him overrated because of the, of the, you know, his offensive trees running a lot of NFL right now too, um, and it, his offense was was hella creative, but you know, he again. He, if you don't have if you don't have the the players to make it happen, like he had a Hall of Fame quarterback, won two Super Bowls, but didn't really win much of anything else after not having a Hall of Fame quarterback no more. Like how much of that do you put on the coach and how much do you put on that? You know what I mean? Like it's hard to say, bro. Um, but overrated, definitely. You you start to wonder about Balichek. You start to wonder about um, you know uh, Brian Kelly at LSU. Like that's one I think of right off top. Like you know, he's a little, you know, he, he got a lot of love at, at Notre Dame. You know, got some good players there. Was pursued and chased and, you know, went to LSU. You argue Jimbo Fisher now. He got fired.
1: What do you What do you think? How do you think Steve Kerr will be after Curry and, and the Warriors kind of dismantle? How do you feel? Do you think he he'll still be a good coach without them? Big time players or do you think Because I do I'm a Kerr fan
0: Let me ask you a question Steve Kerr basically led The same team that Mark Jackson Did to an NBA Championship whereas Mark Jackson Didn't mm-hmm. Is that maturity in the team Like growth in the team in one year Or is that X's and O's And putting no, knowing no your, no your players and And putting them in a better situation <laughs> Like that's 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 the one thing that I think, you know what, like just because you have a Josh Allen, mm-hmm. if you don't know how to use him, what's the point? I hear I used to hear people in Denver all the time argue about the Broncos not picking Josh Allen and taking Bradley Chubb instead. But if you don't have the people in position to put him in the right position, like what's the point? Like you might just ruin somebody. Like, you know, I think that's where Bra- where Balichek gets his 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 – um, a lot of his do is because he had the the balls, for lack of a better term, to put Brady in and to stay yeah. with him. You know what I mean? But like, if if Drew Bledsoe doesn't go out there, do we know about Brady? Like, you know what I mean? So, to I some mean, point, the at co-
1: some point, I think you do.
0: But we see like these. He's a six rounder, so we see like these these low round quarterbacks, bro. Like they're here for a minute and gone, you know, next thing you know, they're riding, they're riding back up. Now Brady, you know, Brady's different. I don't know. Like he, he seemed to have that, that, that flair for it early on.
1: Yeah. And I also think what set Brady apart was his work ethic, right? His, his understanding of the game, his, his love and passion for the game also set him apart. Like he was, it was very noticeable even before he got his shot that, He was one of the first guys there, last guys to leave, always in the building type of, as a rookie. And that continued. Like, look what he did after he left the Patriots. He still did it. Yes, he was already a savvy veteran at that point. But, you know, he still has a body of work outside of Bill Belichick.
0: Yeah, he does. He does. I just, he just wonders sometimes, bro. Like, some of these people, like, some of these dudes just never got a shot.
1: Yeah, like, so you're saying
0: like Paxton Lynch? Nah, I think obviously Drew Locke? Maybe. Maybe. God,
1: did you bump your head before you guys?
0: No, because know what happened. because I did. then did it goes. Jumped but the but fence, listen, mostly. listen, it goes back to who's running the show though, too. Yeah, but, but listen, Drew Locke's best year was 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 his was it his first year? They had um, what, a losing uh, What was his name? Um, Oh, fuck. I forget the offense coordinator's name. He's a young dude. He bumped heads with, 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 with Fangio. They fire him and bring in Pat Shermer. Pat Shermer can't, can't do shit with offense in, in the NFL anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: And you know what I mean? So, like, uh, again, Rich Scangarello, that was the offense coordinator. Fucking Shanahan Tree worked for Kyle Shanahan of the 49ers. He was, he, he was brought in to be their offensive coordinator. Fucking they went through all the quarterbacks they did and finally put Drew Locke in. And he had, he had probably his best five games of his career. Yeah. And then fired the offensive coordinator. Like, fit, fit matters. Nothing. Fit matters, though.
1: But he didn't fit anywhere.
0: But I'm saying, though, he might have fit in that offense better than he fit in the Pat Shermer offense. And then once you're, once you're in that, dude, once the NFL, like, that's what I noticed about the league. Like, once someone's got, like, a book out on you. That dude, like, that's why I say, like, if Brady doesn't come in, if Drew, if Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt and Brady doesn't come in, like, who's who's to say that there's that there's not this book on Brady that he would just be a backup because he doesn't get a shot? Like, think about he, Drew Brees. Think about Drew Brees, bro. Like, if if, if if wonder if San Diego instead of just letting him walk because they think he's damaged goods and because they got Philip Rivers, what if they keep Drew Brees? But he didn't do shit in San Diego.
1: Yeah, but. That was that's a little bit more.
0: But he didn't do shit in San Diego. He goes to to New Orleans, and all of a sudden, New Orleans wins eleven games a year. Yeah, and he makes Sean Payton a freaking genius. Yeah, and you know Phil- what I'm saying? The and, fit
1: and Philip Rivers was more successful in San Diego.
0: Who's got one of these though? No, I know, but it,
1: <laughs> it, just to say like. Same system Yeah 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 result Yeah You know what I mean
0: like I, I just think like Sometimes it's just Different fit Like it might be The same system But just a different fit You know what I mean yeah. Maybe a, this coach Has a better ability To get it out of you Than this other coach it Goes back to what We are talking about earlier Yeah Yo, man, I want to give a shout-out to Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, 38th to Pierce of Wheat Ridge. AJ, the chef, leading a team of excellent barbers, providing all the latest cuts and men's hair fashion. The fellas at Cutthroat take the art of barbering to the next level. They've got an open chair for you, so book yourself a service. Shout-out to AJ and his team over at Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers. Make sure you go follow them on all their socials. That's Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, cocutthroat.com. Also, open up in the, in the back room, got the mm. Canyon Fly Shop. Make sure you go see my boy Matt and Travis. Travis tying all them sick-ass flies. Yo, go check them out, man. Go see all the, all the great uh, deals they got going on over there. And uh, go support local business. And, and, and I won't say small business because they're doing big things. But go show, support local business. Shout out to Cutthroat Barbers in English, Shout out to Canyon Fly Shop. That's how you do that, boy. Yeah. What's up, man?
1: What's going on? What's new coming out? But I don't got, know, man.
0: I've been I've been I'm trying a, to see Strays for like six months, it seems
1: like. <laughs> you know, I've been trying to finish Strays for like six months.
0: Yeah, you say, we were talking about that before we were when we were talking about doing this. I was like, man, I want to see that movie Strays, bro. Like, have you seen it yet? And you're like, yeah, but I got to turn it off, though, because the kids. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad, bro. It's, it's,
1: it's pretty <laughs> over the top. There's a few movies that are coming out, I think, that I want to catch, like that Hunger Games, the new Hunger Games coming out. I okay. Think, the 17th or something like that. Strays, it's different. Let, Let me, me ask you a Ted, question, Ted.
0: Ask. Let me ask you a question. What's up? Why is it that you can do anything in an animated movie? I don't know. And and not in like, like. I think about South Park. I think all about all of
1: them. Back to Bay Bay's kids. Remember Bay yeah, Bay's dude, kids? Yeah.
0: And it's like because they're not real people, you can do anything. You Can't cancel a cartoon. That's weird. Ha- has a cartoon ever got canceled? I mean, The Simpsons been the longest running cartoon.
1: And South Park has been on And South Park's going on, what,
0: season 27 or 28 or maybe even 30? I don't shit, know. maybe
1: older than that. So I feel like South Park was around since. Can I give you some, b- some more
0: behind the scenes? More behind the scenes? I fucking, I, I did it today. You did it today? I did it today.
1: Oh, see, I thought you were trying not to have no more kids.
0: No, not that, fucker. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Dog, I, I did. uh was random. I did the old person shit, bro. What? Where I was just like. We're talking about my brother, we're talking about some friends of ours and their age and shit like that. And I was like, Yeah, Mario's like what, twenty seven, right? Like I was like, Nah, stupid, you're forty, he's seven years younger than you. I was like, Fuck, I'm old. I felt old. I felt old because like I I I mistake my brother's age for made him younger and made me feel older, knowing yeah. that he's not younger. Yeah. So You
1: are pretty old though.
0: Hey man, whatever. Glasses Malone came out saying some stuff. You were telling me about oh, this the yeah. other day. He
1: said that his album right now is better than anybody's out. Specifically Drake's. Um and you know, I have it on I don't even think I could say I listened to Drake's whole new album. Cause there is some songs from Drake that I just have to kind of skip or drown out a little bit because <laughs> they're a little bit much like you know what i mean compared to our era they're just not our era they're different, music, they're you different. Know what I mean? yeah yeah i feel you but drake is still drake yeah and he makes hits um glasses is, is is tight but i don't know if he's quite drake i haven't listened to the full album but i have listened to a few songs
0: and, I, and they're good i think i know why he mentioned drake
1: they're not as good
0: It was drake the only one that he mentioned specifically
1: uh, Nah, he talked about a few people, but I think he talked about Drake also because they had a little stint together with with Young Money Cash Money.
0: Would you uh, Would you say that Drake is like the standard bearer right now? He in also the game? said Drake isn't hip hop. Well, now that's a different conversation, right there. What do you think about? Hold on, skirt is Drake hip hop?
1: I don't know. I think Drake has bars. I mean, because. And, and what he was classifying as hip hop was a little different than, than than the most majority rule of what hip hop seems to be. Okay. Um, but I get his understanding of it. Like, was he
0: was he suggesting Drake's more hip hop? Kind of. Okay. Because you get people that have that argument about country music. Yeah, he's he's
1: more pop. I, I you know I think Drake for me Drake is 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 on that borderline of of rap and pop. I don't know if he's hip-hop. I don't know if I would ever put Drake in hip-hop, even though he has some bars. Like, hip-hop, to me, is a whole different era. Whole different type of rap. Like, a newer hip-hop-ish rapper would be the Kendricks, the J. Coles, you know what I mean? But Drake is, like, kind of...
0: Did you see... He's they re- announced the yeah the Pepsi yep. Center show or the ball reading show yeah with Jay We
1: thought we weren't going to be able to take our tickets, but now we're going to be able to go. Let's go. So that'll be
0: tight. I'm not going, bro just saying let's go. <laughs> I'm excited for it. We're going to try
1: to see if we could get some more tickets and take the whole family, but I doubt it. But no, man, I I don't know. It's tough with Drake. I he, feel you. He's, he's on that that cusp of it. I feel you. Because like he's not quite fab. But he has Fabulous type bars
0: Drake does? Kind of Yes Drake has
1: dropped some bars Don't do that to Drake I'm
0: not doing that to Drake But like Fab got bars bro Fab does have bars But he's Fuck. he's kind
1: of a punch r- punchline rapper type of dude A little bit Is Drake In my sense I just think
0: sense. Drake rep- represents a different bedroom in hip hop bro I think he is hip hop I just think he represents Marvin's
1: a different Marvin's bedroom? You like what I did there? Uh. See that you just got to be a professional when things like that happen.
0: Yeah, but I just think he represents a different part of hip hop, bro. I think he is. He's done a lot for the game. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Hip hop's different these days, bro. Who like you raps different.
1: Hip hop now,
0: anybody? Like, what, what are you talking about like Backpack? Hip hop, like, just hip hop. There's dude. There's, there's tons of them. Like I like like I, Migos is hip hop. It's a different room. Like hip hop encompasses more than just rap. That's what people got to stop getting confused. Like hip hop isn't just rap.
1: No, I know. Like hip
0: hop encompasses a lot. Hip hop uh, encompasses graffiti art. B- you know, B- entrepreneurialism. Yeah. B- like you know what I'm saying? Like breaking, it, yeah, hip hop yeah. incorporates a lot of different things, it bro. Does. And and just because. And so you no, ever read the gospel? No, of No, I just
1: looked at you. Yes, I looked at you. Like why
0: migos though? Like because well, they're just, entrepreneurship? No, or like. Or what
1: what what would you classify why well, would you because, classify them as uh, They still hip-hop?
0: they still go for the culture. Yeah. They still go for the culture. I would say they're they're business savvy. You know what I'm saying? Um they have they have songs, they have bars that are rap songs. I think, you know, rapping is part of it. You know what I mean? Um you know, why why is anybody why is anybody hip hop now do they do they kick knowledge because yeah, i've heard songs that spit, i've heard quavo on versus that spit knowledge you know what i mean so
1: so do you think who's more hip hop drake or amigos or do you think drake is hip hop for yeah example? i do
0: i do think drake's hip hop I, I just said that yeah i think he is i just think he's a different room in hip hop okay. i think he hip that, I, I think hip hop is hip hop i i think it is just just in the well, same see, way, just in, think, the same way just in the same way just start- in the same way just in the same way that Taylor Swift early on was country. It might be country pop, nah, but, but it's I think, country. I
1: think once you start to stray into another genre in, in the
0: Bro, let's let's put it like this. Pop, let's put it, it like this, bro. Of, Rap hip hop wouldn't be what it is today if certain parts of hip hop didn't become popular. And that's all pop music is, is popular music. But there's so no, there's certain it, parts of hip hop that become hip hop because are the Backstreet Boys hip hop? No, no, no. They're R and B. The pop no no the pop, pop Tim- r is, is justin
1: timberlake specifically
0: hip-hop what song are we talking about
1: <laughs> <laughs> in general you I know think, what i'm saying like this could this could his go music, whole-
0: his music maybe not but maybe some of this is the things that he does could be considered hip-hop that's the great thing about hip-hop though too though is hip-hop is all-encompassing bro hip-hop hip-hop is welcoming of all cultures creeds all beliefs like you know what i mean like like would you would you say people doing deaf poetry is, isn't isn't living a form of hip hop? No, it's absolutely hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like poetry is oh, a that, form of hip hop. You it, know what I mean? Like those are
1: more of like the roots and the essence yeah, of but, what but, it comes from. I'm talking like more of like I'm not saying like is something that they do have some aspect of hip hop in it. I'm saying is the bulk of their genre would it be classified as Hip
0: hop. I don't think the bulk of the genre would be no.
1: Like you would, they would be classified as a pop artist. Yeah, like if you were going through Spotify or. But if I'm Hab- talking about
0: the are you talking about Drake specifically, yeah. No, his 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 is hip hop. His is hip hop.
1: But would you, if you were putting him in categories, would you put him in hip hop or would you put him? In
0: I, would him? Put him in okay. yeah, I would put him in hip hop. Yeah, I would put him because because even his popular songs, bro. Like, uh, he's got popular rap songs. He's got popular verses. Like. Um, he's appeared on R&B songs, but for the most of his, most of his work is, 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 you know, where are you buying his album man The rap section. You know no, what mean? Sure. Like, and I mean?
1: For sure. And I think, again, like I said, Drake has bars. There's a lot of Drake songs that I like. Should I'm going to the Drake concert. You know what I mean? But yeah. This was just a question that was posed and then the way he was framing hip hop and then when I think about like, back in the day and like the essence of hip hop and, and where it comes from, like I do see Drake under that umbrella but I can also see why some would argue that he's a pop artist. To, to and me, it, bro, it's a stretch, but I can
0: see it. Hip hop you know? is like a big ass dorm complex, bro. And it's like you got all these different people in the dorm complex, right? All these different, all these different vibes and shit. And you know what? We're all in the same dorm, but I'm gonna be in my room and just leave me the fuck alone in my room. And I got certain folks from other rooms that come and fuck with me at my room and you know that's what goes down over here other dorm rooms they got different folks doing different things different folks with different strokes or whatever the fuck you want to call it but i i I think i think like hip-hop has a lot of different avenues bro and i I think you can be hip-hop without living in one of the avenues but i think you do got to like be about the culture and be about you know and that's what pisses me off about a lot of a lot of cats is like they want to throw shit out of hip-hop um, Like if they're Like if they're the The Hip security pop, guards yeah. yeah
1: But if you had to classify Somebody current Right Their whole catalog Who would you say Is the closest To Embodying The full Essence Of Hip hop
0: Karras one No no currently he, he is currently What are you talking about He fucking I'm, released I'm an like, album Like last year I'm
1: talking like popping currently I mean, think KRS is really popping. Like, but that's right? the problem. How though, many like, units is he selling? Like dude. I'm talking about like a newer artist. That's what I'm saying. This newer generation.
0: So a new J. Cole. You would J. Cole over, Absol- over Kendrick? I would put Kendrick in there too, but you know I'm I- saying who would be the top in your opinion? Oh, are you are you asking me my favorite like current rapper? Or no, like right. my, who do
1: you think fits the essence the most in the current demographic of rappers? So
0: who's more hip hop?
1: Who do you think fits that bill a little bit more? <sighs> out of those two, because it's tough. Because to me, they're like the same, almost. But I think I don't really. Want, I don't really
0: know. Like that's a hard one because I don't. I,
1: le- I lean more towards J Cole in that because I think you hear a lot of like, and I'm not saying the West Coast isn't hip hop, <laughs> <laughs> but you hear a lot of more of the gangster style rap type. West Coast
0: See but then But but there you go again though is, is, Are you talking about I'm not, I'm not about, kicking that out Did she did No 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 Are you talking about His style being hip hop Like is, is hip hop a style Or are you th- talking about Like who's more like A backpack I'm rapper Who's catalog, more of like a,
1: His catalog More of the essence of hip hop Like b-boy Graffiti artist All like, Because like
0: Crooked Eye is a West Coast rapper And he's got bars You can argue that Yeah he, but he's a He's how hip hop
1: But does if, if If we put him in In a room do you think majority people are going to say he's from the West Coast or the East Coast?
0: Uh, if, they, if they fucking if know. They if they didn't know, know who know, he
1: was. If they, they didn't know who he was. Based off his think music? They would guess he was more of a West Coast or East Coast. Based
0: off his music, I'd say he's, he's, he talks about the West Coast. So it's kind of hard to say based off his music. Like If he wasn't where mentioning he's
1: where he's from. I'm just saying you hear bars Are you bars talking so Now cadence. you're talking about rap style. Okay, his rap style. Where that's what that's him? what you're talking
0: about when you say who's more. Well, I'm just
1: saying, like, where would you classify him? Because you could tell a West Coast artist, bro. Yeah. And the only reason you can tell he's from there is because you know but, him but, but, personally but, or he's talking about the West Coast. Other than that, he sounds like he's from the East Coast. Was
0: Tupac a West Coast artist? No. He wasn't, right? I mean, some parts of the Bay will claim him, but he wasn't. I mean, because Me Against the World didn't sound like fucking uh, all eyes on me.
1: He wasn't a West Coast artist. He star he got Popular in the west coast I think
0: I think The west coast adopted him I
1: think the bay Specifically Kind of Grew Tupac Into who he became and because he originally, when he came to Cali, his one of his first shots was in the Bay with Digital Underground. Yeah, I was gonna say. You know what I mean? So that's where he started to get his sound first, with his little, you know, his damn down, down by the underground. Yeah, like, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and his little cadence, and then he started to, you know, he 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 started bicking back, being boo, and then <laughs> and then that's when you got hit him up. You know what I mean? So I think he's very West Coast influenced, but he's an East Coast rapper. It's weird, but isn't that it's, wild? it's true, though, right? Like, isn't that wild no, though? Like, but does, he doesn't sound like an East Coast. I mean, I guess he kind of sounds. So like now we're going back to the style, see? No, because there is a style. I like, know, I know what you're it.
0: saying. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, I get what you're saying. I just don't. I, I, I think you're calling like you're calling someone with a specific style hip hop, no, and I, I think that's just a misplay on words right there because I don't think like a certain style is hip hop. I think not various but, styles of hip hop. You
1: know as well as I know. Like there's a like lot that of, boom bap there's Like there's a lot of rappers right that would call themselves hip hop. That real hip hop heads would be like, that's not really hip hop,
0: bro. Yeah, like, I get. Yeah,
1: like you know, like so. Like I get what you're you're, you're saying, <laughs> but you know, like there's some all rap isn't hip hop. Like all rap isn't hip hop. Technically speaking, it is though. Technically, but it's not. <laughs>
0: You're a dickhead, bro. We're going to have this <laughs> argument forever. Yo, I want to get to something real quick, bro. And, exactly. you know, we can have that argument forever. We can go on for probably another hour arguing the same point. But I want to get to something that um, we talked about before. You talked about it a lot. And it's a segment I want to add to our to our show here. And eventually it's something that we, we've talked about wanting to expand and, and, and do something bigger with. Um, but you always say the words, don't just go through it. Grow through it. Mm -hmm. And so I thought right now would be a perfect time to introduce the grow through it with Coach Dom segment. Okay. All right. In this segment, this is where Coach keeps it real, keeps it 100, deal with some of the tough questions head on, you know, that go on not only as a coach, but as an athlete, potential athletes, and just sometimes in life. Right? Right. So I, I I wanted to do this. I, I've been I've been I know you've been talking about it, and so I was like, "Yo, we got to put this the segment on." And so I got a question for you. What are some of the things that you find as unnecessary trials or unnecessary uh, trouble, so to speak, when it comes to young athletes growing up today? Um,
1: I think the the most overwhelming thing is financial hardships. I think a lot of young kids are faced with the situation with the consistent rise in cost of everything right it becomes harder and harder for some families to be able to afford to have their kids playing sports Mm -hmm. because sports are becoming more and more expensive and so kids are forced to other avenues of finding time to you know utilize their time with and and they're not involved in sports and you know idle time is the devil's playground so you know a lot of kids who are you know not able to play sports, sometimes just get caught up in the wrong crowds. And, and, you know, I, I understand that inflation is real and everything is going up, but you know, us, I would call veterans in the game or, or vessels, right. To help guide these kids through any kind of extracurricular activities or sports, but what you call it need to figure out better ways to try to reduce the cost of sports and and some of these things so that way that's never a factor because every Mm. kid should be able to not have to worry about going to practice with you know different cleats on or not no cleats because they can't afford them or you know having to not be able to play or because they can't afford it and then you know their friends at school say why aren't you on the team and that kid has to make up Reasons and lies to why they don't play. Yeah, you know I think us it's our job to try to you know figure out ways to get creative and and reach out to local businesses and make sure that businesses are in place and and seeing the same thing that we do and the importance in in, in keeping kids active and off the streets and we start to reduce the costs or give sponsorships or do whatever we can in the power to make every kid have the opportunity to do something because without that opportunity you know i think that puts kids in a tough situation to to have to deal with and and it's a situation that they have no control over yeah you know they can't at a young age they can't really control their financial situation without going out and trying to get a job at a certain age when they're in high school but at that time then you're consumed with work how you going to juggle being an athlete and helping pay bills, right? We've coached many kids at the high school level who, you know, had those type of situations to where their attendance wasn't great. So they weren't, like, really relied on players. They were just kind of role players on our team because their main priority and responsibility was helping –
0: to their family. To their family, you yeah. know what I
1: mean? Which we understood, but that's tough to see a kid put through. It's life. tough to
0: see a high school kid have to have that responsibility on the back. You always want your kids to grow up and kind of be kids. Yeah, have you an should opportunity. never
1: put a kid in that situation. A kid should never have to tell their parent, you know what? I don't want to play sports this year, so that way you can pay that bill. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not for a kid to have to deal with. So I think those are some of the unfortunate things that – you know, kids are put in, in 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 the situation to understand at least, not necessarily resolve, right? But they're forced to have to deal with and and have to understand in order to, you know, grow up That's in right. this world. It's kind of tough, but you know.
0: Well, listen, we it's all up to us not to just go through it to grow through it, exactly. and that means we got to step up to the plate and um, you know do our work, and if that means getting companies to donate to to help make it happen that's what we have to do finding individuals and we're blessed with a lot of people around us a lot of companies around us that you know you run in the league running running the wolf pack you know, finding companies to 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 sponsor players, sponsor teams, sponsor activities. Uh, I know it's not easy work, man, and that's why I gave you your kudos the last time we got together because you know it 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 requires it truly requires the whole a whole tribe, a whole community to make things happen. And when you get an active community, we talk go back to what we saw uh, last week with the North game when we see you know the community come out and support like that's how you get movements man that's how you make things happen and that's how you start to have things happen in the, in the neighborhood where things start to get better and if you're if you're in a in a if the neighborhood's going bad like you got to get everyone involved to make it right you know what i'm saying and that's that's one thing we're doing here man so big ups to that um, appreciate your thoughts on that, bro.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, you're exactly right. There are a lot of great companies out there who do it. You know what I mean? And yep. we, had, we were fortunate enough to be able to run across a lot of companies who helped us out. I mean, we had over, I think, like nine or ten, 10 sponsorships this year, and we were able to give away some scholarships, just our normal amount of scholarships that we would give out mm-hmm. as our organization. So, like, we were able to help a lot of athletes play sports this year so that was a great thing one of the one of the proudest accomplishments for for this year for me honestly was to be able to do that if i was able to get every kid paid for that would be my end goal yeah that'd be dope right? trying to get every single kid that registers to play for the wolf pack completely free but it is hard to do that you know it it Everything does cost. You know, you have to pay for fields. You have to pay for officials. You have to pay for all these different aspects. You know that most people don't think about when it gets dark out. You have yeah. to pay for lighting. You know what I mean? That's additional cost on top of the fields. You know, and then equipment that kids need, and yeah. and, and making sure that that equipment is up to date and things like that. And yes, the families are tasked with some of the stuff, but the more you can relieve off the families, again. Right. One, the everyone's exactly trying to feed their kids, hardship. to feed their
0: family. As it is, it's hard enough, man. So yeah, I definitely agree. Well done, bro. Hey, I appreciate that. Listen, if you guys got something that you want to throw at Coach Dom for 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 this segment, don't just grow through it, but go through, or don't just go through it, but grow through it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, if, if there's something that you think that we can all grow through, hit us up dna forward slash ask dna. But you know, we're talking about great great companies and great people that hook us up. Yes, sir. It's about that time, man. We got to give them shout-outs. That's for sure. So let's go ahead and do it.
1: Let's go ahead and give out a shout-out to Inkless Lasers, Icon Sales and Boxing, Anytime Flood Restoration, The Play Harder Podcast with my boy Zach G, Rebel Promotions, Black Sevens, Janice's Catering, mm, 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 (laughs) Lash All Beauty, (laughs) Cutthroats, Barbers and Anglers, The Canyon Fly Shop, and most... The Colorado Wolfpack, we can't forget about them. I also want to give a special shout out to anybody and everybody who either volunteers their time or, you know, volunteers in some capacity to help any young athlete or, or kid, you know, utilize their their mind or their skills in some extracurricular or sports to stay out of trouble because we have to continue to help our youth stay focused and keep their minds on the right path because it's hard in a world that's so corrupt
0: yo big ups to anybody that gets their time to see the community right to see these young people right yo big ups to you bro
1: right on youtube happy to do this again yeah you know i know we go back and forth but people got to understand that's it's almost like one of those very very tenured marriages you know sometimes stand where this you're always arguing but you truly, truly love it. Yeah. Oh, that's how it goes, bro. We're, like, we're just
0: gluttons for pain. That's what it is.
1: You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you gotta love that.
0: Nah, man, it's all love, bro. You know, you know it is, um, and I know it is with you. So big ups to you, man. Hey, again, DNASportsDenver.com. Make sure you guys go go book a session. Yo, let's get let's get it popping. Let's like, get it popping. Comment,
1: subscribe, check out all of our socials. Make sure you go out to the the Playmakers Corner and vote for Frankie Dardano That's right. That's to win right. the Offensive Player of the Year. Kid killed it all year, broke records, led his team to the playoffs, and now he needs your vote because he deserves it, and he did all that in the span of three years. All right, He should have been a four-year starter, but he only started for three, Damn. and he did that. So, I don't think any of those other kids can, can say that. They may, but I'm just saying, that kid is definitely deserving of a vote.
0: Donovan, happy birthday. We're out of here. I know. We're out this month. Peace.